Yo, 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 welcome to Living for a Living with your boy Joey Bradley. This week's guest I'm excited about, I'm not going to lie. We connected a couple years back through the power of social media. He is one of my favorite comedians currently, one of the better storytellers out in my opinion. He also has his own podcast right now called Community Service. What else? Just a, just a good good dude, spreading some good vibes, keeping it real. Ah, and he's a damn good dodgeball player. I think that deserves to be in the intro. So I'll shut up now and our guest for this episode, my guy, Craig Conant. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, let's start it up, dog. Do it. Ready? Clap, clap. All right. <laughs> Clap, clap. I like that. How are you doing, though? You good, bro? It's fucking coughing, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm really, I'm really good. This pandemic is the best. No, uh, yeah, oddly, I'm making it during the pandemic, but yes, it is sad. <laughs> it's sad. The fucking world is so sad. I feel the exact, oh, shit, hold on. Let me do one thing. My refrigerator turns on. You better unplug it and forget about that ice cream then. Bro, I'd, I've done that like five times already. I woke up two days ago with my entire kitchen just flooded. And I was like, oh, ah, no. Fuck, I got to go grocery shopping again. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But yeah, dude, this pandemic shit is crazy. But thank God for podcasting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... Uh... Just stand up, you know, uh, I finally found it and now I, I could barely do it. Just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I was going to say, is that like, how, how much are you able to even get on at all right now? Nothing? It's uh, limited, just very limited. Like I'll have two to four shows a week, which in a pandemic is actually killing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before the pandemic, I was doing like seven to ten, eleven. Yeah, you were you were like 12. every night. I I remember looking on your Instagram and it was like, all right, I'm here at seven, I'm here at eight, and then I'm there at nine. I was like, damn, this dude's it fucking the, doing it's it. Two two three shows a night, uh, mainly on the weekends, but you know, still a show a night on the weekdays. And uh, yeah, fucking. Do you- do you feel like you're losing it a little bit at all? Or do you like how, how, I mean, cause you can't even really get like new material right now. Can you? Cause I mean, some your, people your are getting style new is so story. I don't, yeah? dude, some people are doing new material. I have been, I actually have some new stories I've been working on, but it's just everything. Progress is slow. You know, like, uh, yeah. before you, uh, you could run it. 10 times a week and now you can run it and then on top you run it two to three times a week if you're lucky and then on top of that the stand-up show is now at an outdoor bar where there's an outdoor band playing across the street it's not the same it's like a circus show and people fucking walking by and yeah walking by heckling harley davidson's are now the worst hecklers on planet earth <laughs> And you're just like, oh, you just have to wait. You just, I did an outdoor show across the street from Cedar sinai Hospital. What? Yeah, bro. <laughs> what? There was an ambulance every fucking 
I mean, I'm sorry. I I hope the comedy. You gotta apologize for. I'm sorry for the victim in the ambulance. Dude, I, <laughs> uh, and uh, I know every, we're like, so fucking politically correct now. You have to leave oh, ev- everything God. in with a. You know, I really at, feel bad for the victims. You know, at no point did I ever wish any ill will upon some poor bastard that got hit by a car in a fucking ambulance. But now I have to apologize for some theoretical stranger i may have offended yeah or uh, and the person in the crowd that wants to take offense for it oh fuck them <laughs> uh fuck them all i i just woke up to kevin hart's post where he put his ba- brand new baby in uh uh a onesie that said zero fucks which is the name of his special yeah, yeah, I just, I just and watched like, that yesterday. And people are trying to cancel him, and he's just like, "Oh, fuck off, dude!" His that special, the baby I was, I was shocked. Read the baby. Can't read. No, I was, I was shocked by his his special, man, because like, I, I, I like Kevin Hart going back, but I, I guess I haven't kept up. I haven't watched too many of his movies as of late, you know, to keep it real. And I was like, "Fuck it up. Let me, let me see what he's talking about." And like. The way he was coming, was great. dude, that was fucking was great. awesome. He, he called his kid dumb, his daughter a hoe, and he brought up his affairs, and that's dude. real. Dude, that's And like... that's funny, the truth. We keep watering down, and, and uh, I guess the correct term is cuckolding. Cuck, okay. Is that a term? I don't. You're Just, teaching me something I, today, I, then. I don't even know what that really means. But, well, I don't uh, get. To, I don't get to speak English very much to people whose first language is English. So, like, you're you're okay. gonna you're gonna teach me an, a, a word today for sure. <laughs> I, I believe the term is coddling. I just think cuckolding is funnier. Ooh, uh, okay. <laughs> I I don't even know the technical definition. I just know it's not good. Anyways, we're coddling. Being a bitch. It, being a bitch we're uh generations of little bitches dude and that's not good because the real world is fucking harsh i'm not saying abuse people but just <laughs> let them experience real life so when they go to the job and they realize they're a dumb fuck and they get fired they don't cry and go home to mama that's For probably sure. gonna fucking you know Die of COVID. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's dark. That's very that's dark. I'm just joking. Just joking. Dude, that's theoretical that's mom's here. I was I was hoping, you know, I, I knew I knew having you on, like that's what it's dude, it's just so frustrating to talk to a lot of people right now because it's like just like lips are mu- moving and everyone's just saying the right shit and Oh, I, w- I wish you well. And how are you doing in these times? And I, like, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but God damn, like, can we just keep it real for once? And so I was like, man, I can't wait to have Craig on because Craig's just going to say how he thinks it, which is so great. <laughs> yeah, they're all a bunch of pussies, man. They're all Dude, a bunch of fucking little bitches. I think I think we're about I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think we're on a like. Eventually, we're going to get to a limit where we're such pussies that, like, we got to swing back into the other direction. Like, I've already noticed people are kind of starting to use retarded again. Like, I've I've thrown it back into my vocab. And 
Like I'm waiting for you know some of those good like nineties. It's 90s. a good word, dude. It's I was I raised in the nineties. You never ever once said it to anyone that was special needs. Never. never. You said it to your boys when they're acting stupid, dude. You, yeah. You didn't use it in a malicious way. Well, fuck you if you do use it in a malicious way towards anyone that is special needs. Then you're a monster, piece for of sure. shit, human being. But we never used it that way. And no. that's what's fucked. It's it's and it's also a- it's like a two thousand year old word. If you look at its origin, it started oh, really? in fucking Latin. Yeah, dude, I did a little bit of research on it. I forgot most of it just because I was like, all right, let's Google this shit. It, it's Latin and it dates back two thousand years, and and uh, we just it has a definition and uh, somewhere along the lines, I don't know, maybe some bullies ruined it for everybody, but. Uh, <laughs> No, I use it in my act, but I call myself retarded. I don't. Okay. It's not. It's used in the correct context. If you uh, can even use that. <gasps> yeah, word I, I, you know, like I just mainly want to use it for like in inanimate objects. I'm not even trying to use it for people. Like fucking these these lockdowns are retarded, or you know what whatever's yeah. like like that. So what like, what. What you said is what's going to happen when it becomes too sensitive, too politically correct, too pussy little bitch. You're just going to have an equal opposite reaction where it's going to get more crazy and more vicious and more vile. And that's bad. Then you just have these two polar opposites when in the middle, just most people might say that word or whatever the case may be in a normal non-malicious capacity and that's being taken away and it's causing this like crazy mental behavior where people are like well fuck that you know it's like no i never had to get there just 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 have and say and do and be what you want as long as there's no violent malicious intent you know it's 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 we've we've gotten to the point now too where like victimhood has become cool almost you know and and yeah people are people are like you or maybe not cool but it's become like a currency on social media at times and i'm just like dude like it's cool it's cool to be a rat now it's cool yeah. to, it's cool to rat out another human being for being human and fucking up and yeah. having a fault, heavens forbids, they're fucking perfect. When you look under a mis- microscope, everyone, every single goddamn, even Mother Teresa has done some shady shit. It oh, happens. For it sure. happens. That's how we learn. That's how we evolve. That's how we grow. Everyone's fucked up. We're just all doing our best. Yeah, no, and, and to think that, like, nobody's making mistakes and i mean that's kind of a dope thing with like your entrance to the game is like you're literally like talking shit about yourself about like all the negative things you've kind of done to like get to this point it's like you can't you can't fuck with me at this point because you know all my bad shit uh just admit to fucking up it's not it's just like ah fuck I fucked up. You <laughs> I'm know? sorry. Like that, that, I'm sorry. It was me. It was me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's just, I don't even know. I don't, it's a sad, weird 
world where people are expected to be perfect or lie or lie or, and not or lie. and not be real because no one's perfect so they have to lie and hide which generally back to what we were saying before like when you have to lie and hide it kind of festers and it snowballs and it expands and then yep. that deep dark deviant behavior or whatever it may be gets bigger by suppressing yep. it instead of opening up and being real and expressing yourself be like oh shit i'm a drug addict or i'm a this that whatever whatever it may be yeah that once that mask once that mask actually comes off and everyone sees it for what it is and it's like wait a minute so all the time i've been fucking with you has been not real you know like it's just a recipe for disaster in in the long run at least yeah, and I was very happy to see Kevin Hart uh, because I, I I am a fan of Kevin Hart and I think he's the man. And I was tired of his stadium Staples Center totally. specials. I was like, bro, just go to an intimate comedy club. We've seen the the fucking football arena. Go to, <laughs> go to a nice little comedy club and get a little intimate special. We know it, bro. We know yeah, you're yeah. King Kong. Okay, you're the man, dude. Like you, you're the man. He, he works his ass like his. Yeah, he, works his he ass deserves off, everything. But it's just at yeah. a certain point, I'm like, what are you gonna do the next one on top of the Empire State Building, bro? Like fucking <laughs> just. And COVID forced him to do a little a little intimate baby special, and I thought it was fantastic. No, it was. It's been one of my favorite things I've seen right now on Netflix. I mean, I've. As as everybody, I'm sure Netflix has been. I've been trying to stay off it as much as possible, doing the pod and vlog and other editing shit. But there's only 24 hours in the day. You can only do so much, you know. Yeah. So where are you actually, Turkey? I'm in Czech Republic right now. Czech actually. Republic. But You're I'm just traveling there. What are you doing over there, dude? I'm actually. I've been so last like five six years. I've played been playing American football. Over here. I do know that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We got to get into the dodgeball story yeah. eventually. Yeah. But and so, uh, so yeah. This this year I was playing in Spain to start the year in Barcelona. We got through like five games. Season got canceled in two days, and then went through like two three months in Barcelona. Strict lockdown. Came out here. Life was kind of normal for summer out here, and then. Right before playoffs, shit got canceled. That was about seven weeks ago. So we've been on lockdown pretty much last two months out here. And then I'm I'm actually I just signed today and I'm moving to Finland in like two weeks to go play next year over there. Nice. So nice, like, man. I I originally planned on like asking you to do like my initial plan because I like the I think you probably agree is like I like the in person podcast way more just because of energy yeah. and. You I know, won't just, do Zoom. I did Zoom for Bill Burr, and that's it. I I will not. It's just like well, on top of it, I have a low budget, and then I asked my buddy to like Zoom is ten times more technically uh, difficult and ten times more editing and and et cetera. And it's like I don't ha- pay him enough money to just Zoom my buddy. You know, right. like right. okay, Bert Kreischer, you want to Zoom? We're gonna Zoom. I'll I'll, I'll 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 pay a little extra, but if you ain't a uh, big dog, 
you know, I, uh, and you're just a homie, I was like, we're going to do it in person. And if you're not comfortable with that, that's perfectly fine. I understand. We'll wait until things settle down and you come to my home and we'll do it in person. Yeah. Like even to, uh, Jamie Kennedy, who's paranoid of this stuff. I was like, all right, bro, how about my living room set very far apart? You can wear your mask. We'll have the windows open. And he's like, all right. And then so I believe I'm going to get Jamie Kennedy. Not that I wouldn't do Zoom for him, but like it it takes it takes it's not the same. No, it's it's there's there's a, a human aspect to the. Yeah, I mean, being next to the human. And so my my whole plan, like with the people in the States I wanted to talk to was like eventually do some like podcast road trip around the country. Cause I know you don't know my story at all, but I've lived in fucking California, North Dakota, Connecticut, Florida, Washington, like bounced all around. So I got kind of homies all over the country kind of use an excuse to do a road trip. And yeah, but then as soon as I knew I probably won't be back in the States until next Christmas. And so I was like, man, I ain't got shit to do. Let's start doing some Zoom, you know, like, let, let, let me adapt yeah. with the times, you know? And so it was just like, fuck it. It's time is now. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I'll do it. I just feel guilty, uh, basically, uh, for my producer because <laughs> he does all the work. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> should pay you a Sorry, little more buddy. money there, bud. <laughs> it's a lot of work you just put in there. Here's an extra sweatshirt this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you normally, like, how, how do you normally pick your guests? Uh, usually they're just friends from stand up. Okay. Okay. Comedy, homies. Uh, and I've uh, kind of been asking some bigger guests or more established yeah. guests. Um, and uh, not that. The thing is, it's like established or more famous or whatever you want to call it. Every person I've had on my podcast, like I believe in, they just don't have as much exposure. Like all, uh, there's so many brilliant standups and just, uh, it's just exposure, man. It's crazy. Viral videos or TV credits or movies. Like I know some people that have been on TV that aren't nearly as talented as people that have never been on TV, you know, and there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just saying like uh, a lot of my earlier guests, they're all brilliant. It's just, you know, yeah, it's it's just time. It just takes a long fucking time, dude. For for sure. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, I've just been trying to level up and, and, and uh, get, you know, not just ask any, uh, established or famous fuck as they call them but like people i actually have a a rapport with and some of these people that i deem as big dogs like most the world be like who you know (laughs) because unless it's kevin hart or dave Chappelle or chris raw people are like who like i I told my dad i had bill burr and he's like huh like you know like (laughs) oh that snl guy huh and i was like yeah he's literally one of the greatest comedians ever dude so good uh, i i i I love that was a that was a good one i just i finished it i think i watched it a couple days ago and i was like all right that's a that was a fucking good one i was i was just nervous to start because the only other time i've seen burr on someone else's was like theo's 
and Theo's and his was like so fucking awkward. And I was like, all right, come on, Craig. And I was like, at the end, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I just got really lucky. He saw my shit on the internet and likes me. <laughs> dude. Bro, I mean, that's I, a lot of people are like that, bro. I mean, you're, dude, I mean, it's it sucks we kind of have to use these metrics at times but like it is what it is but i think when we like when i first hit you up i think you were at like 15 or 18,000 followers or something and i checked you know like right before we start this bro you're almost at the 100k now i was like i'm oh so my. close dude i'm dude. it's been driving me nuts cuz uh, instagram changed their algorithms I was like this, and then Facebook bought them, and it went, and I'm just like, and it's not just me, it's it's all my homies, it's anyone less than a million followers, I you, it's really weird, it's kind of fucked up, because it's like, hey, if I make more money, you make more money, come on, yeah. I know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's across the board. Like uh, I talk to my buddies, uh, comics and non-comics. Uh, my girl too, her videos. Like she's like, how do I have 9,000 followers and 50 people saw this? That doesn't, you are pushing it down. And it's no, so it, fucked it, up it's... because not only, it's like they want you to pay for ad money, right? So you right. want me to pay for ad money to advertise to fans that I've earned, you know? I already even, have them. Not, not even new fans. To my people, my posse. Yeah. That's why I think it's so fucked up. He's like, why don't you just let it get out? Uh, basically, it was fine. Facebook came in and, and, it, and it, took, it took a shit. Took a big old doo-doo, bro. How, how, how long ago was that? Jesus, I don't know. Maybe like six months. Okay. I, I, I don't. It was a big merger. I don't. I don't really remember. But just that's when all thinking. the changes started. They put the little shot button where the heart was. I'm like, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, we got reels now. I mean, they're just trying to compete with Re- TikTok, TikTok now. You know, and then I mean, they they uh they made the DM like connect with Messenger. It's like, no, I wanted those separate. Ah, right. Like yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just the annoying nuances where they think it's getting better. And it's like, no, you're fucking it up. The reason people like Instagram is because it's different than Facebook. We don't want yeah. them the same. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just all fucking merging right now. No, it's it's and now Twitter did we- fleets and everyone's like Dude. oh you idiots. Reason we like Twitter it's because it wasn't like Instagram. <laughs> They're all just soon. Soon, Twitter's going to be posting all pictures. It's like, dude, what are we doing right now? Oh my god! <laughs> um, like I, so I, I heard you say in the Burr thing that like you were ner- like you actually prepared for this one, like kind of a little nervous and shit. Like you normally I, just go into it willy nilly with the homies and stuff. I was going to go into it willy-nilly, and then fans reached out. They're like, don't do what Theo did and try to go in willy-nilly and riff because it was awkward. That's what everyone said. What people don't know is, like, Burr and Theo get along. Like, Burr's just an older generation, and he probably was just shitting on them, and that's what we do. They're boys, you know? Like, I shit on my younger – not that I'm – big in the game but you know like you got a couple comics that are two three years four in and you're eight nine ten years in 
You just talk yeah. shit. It doesn't mean you hate yeah. them. You love them. That's why. Exactly. It's a, it's a it's a brotherhood. You just like, hey, fuck, you know, you suck. Oh, you ate shit on that shit, you know. And it's they're your friends. It's fine. Like that's what it was. But the public sometimes are like, oh, that was awkward. And it's like, no, he's just talking shit because they're homies. They're yeah. If they weren't homies, he wouldn't have talked shit. You know. Anyways, totally, I, yeah. I I uh, I wrote notes. I don't think I touched any of them because he just. <laughs> He was so kind, and he just guided the shit, and and uh, I just let him go because I'm not about to interrupt him, you know. And uh, <laughs> it just went where it went, and I didn't really get to any of my notes. I think I got to like maybe two out of ten. Okay. But yeah. uh, yeah, it was just it was just really cool. Yeah, really I feel like cool. I feel like when when you know like I last couple ones I've been doing, I go and do it very, very minimal. And then <laughs> ironically, like I get you on and I'm like, all right, I, I got to prepare a little something, you know? And then, and then we, we start talking. And I'm like, all right, it's just a fucking conversation. Like I already yeah. know what I want to talk about, you know, like a couple things to get brought up, but it's, I I think when you, when you script it out too much, then it becomes some like interview, like, like 60 minutes kind of thing. And that's not what we're doing with this. Yeah. I just wanted my podcast to be conversational and just, uh, have no, like just requirements, you know, no, like, Oh, we have to do, who cares? Who cares? Podcasts are fun. I mean, of course, there are podcasts like, uh, you know, uh, educational ones or or uh, self-help or murder mystery pod. Yeah, you're going to need a little structure. You're going to need a beginning, a middle, and an end. But I'm not that, so I don't need that. <laughs> I'm not that. Yeah. yeah. I tell, yeah, that's... I was just thinking, too, like... Because, what, it's like November, almost Thanksgiving, or... For, let me let me start actually before I ask this one because I wanted to shout you. It's like I fucking love that you went from Burr to your cousins. Like that was like on for guests. Like that was like one of the coolest things in my mind fucking ever, bro. And it's like inspired me in a way because, you know, I've been th- thinking like it'd be fun to just do one with my mom or my dad or, like you know, like some those like are just the fun, random fun. The, well, those are the people you've known your whole life. Yeah, and like, and and to get that on film, because like, whether my shit really blows up or not, like, at the very least, when I look back in twenty years, ten years, I'll be like, dude, look at the conversation we had, you know, and to have it with someone that's truly, truly, truly a part of your life like that, like, that's fucking dope, you know, you and your cousins. I mean, that that one was almost the, one of the most entertaining ones I've seen, and I don't know them, and you know, like. Yeah, they're crazy. Great, dude. <laughs> dude, it was great, bro. I was they're sitting there. And, and so what I was going to say or what I was going to ask is like, uh, your family doesn't come off as like too strict a rule followers. And so what's Thanksgiving like going to be at the at your crib? You guys uh, doing it or what do you or or just blink once if it's actually happening or, you know, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, my dad doesn't give a fuck. And uh, we're going. How old is he? Seventy three or seventy four? I forget. Okay. Born in nineteen forty six, so seventy four now. Okay. Um, and then my mom doesn't 
she gives a fuck, but uh, wants to see us. Yeah. But my <laughs> the, uncle... The, the fuck of seeing the family is higher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it gets to a certain point, too. I'm sure this hits close to home for a lot of people, but like it, in the elderly, I know my uh, several of my friend's grandparents are like, I'm old, I'm going to die. I'd rather take my chances seeing my grandchildren as opposed to in solitude. Uh, yeah. And I've heard that come out of many old people's mouth because they're just like, fuck it. I love, like, what's the point if I'm in prison? And it's it's a sad, horrible reality of this world. But I believe if I was in that age, I would be the same. I'd be like, I want to see my family. If Straight they kill up. me, they kill me. And it, it's, I don't want to put that on them, but it it, it would be worth it for a few more moments with my family than uh, living alone in solitude and not having my family. That's just me and my personal yeah. opinion and preference. But that's how my mom is. She's like, I, I don't care. I do care, but I don't care. Cause I love you so much. And I don't want to live my life without you guys. So I'll take my chances. Yeah. For sure. Um, you know, my dad's just and crazy heard, and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, my uncle, on the other hand, my my uh, my uncle on my white side, he has uh, as asthmatic his entire life and is, uh, okay. you know, he's one of the he, he it could be very bad for him. So he canceled Christmas and that's sad and it's sad. Yeah. And I'm just going to send him some shit through the post office. Instead of go to his house Christmas Eve, which we've done every year of our lives, my entire life, we always go. Ah, uh, okay. Which so is ass backwards. Okay. I, uh, the, I, we always celebrate white side Christmas Eve and Mexican side Christmas morning, which traditionally is the opposite. Right. Uh, oh. Normally, Latinos, especially Mexican culture, celebrates Christmas Eve at midnight, but not us. Uh, I don't that's know when, I don't when know everyone who, opens a presents. Yeah. Too? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why we just never went that route because my Mexican side's like they're fucking Mexican, you know. And I know I look. <laughs> I say that because I know I look so white, you know. Uh, <laughs> Do you speak Spanish? No, no. <laughs> no. It makes me sad. No. It makes me sad. Yeah. I've told the yeah. story a bunch, but not on here. So, like, uh, when my grandparents right. came to America. You know, in in the Jesus Christ, I don't even know when I should know this. I think in the forties. Okay. You know, they're old, thirties or forties, <laughs> uh, but they they were poor and they're Hispanic and they're in America. America, whether you like to believe it or not, tends to be a little bit racist. <laughs> Just, uh, so some some historical context. Is, <laughs> yes. little, little <laughs> so. Uh, you know, they dealt with racism and being poor and growing up in the projects and they they kind of tried to hide it like the, and then the, uh. their children hide it. Yes, my mom's fluent in Spanish, but in school, you, you know, it was looked down upon as opposed to now. It's like, oh, no, you're bilingual. You're more intelligent. And uh, so even some of my aunts and uncles that are first generation, 100 percent Mexican born here uh, aren't fluent fluent like yeah they they speak really? it but you know not like bam you know yeah that's super yeah, they fluent can't just 
My mom's the only one that's a hundred percent fluent. Uh, like a, yeah. like my aunts and uncles, they just got whitewashed. They got Americanized. Uh, it was it was it was hidden. It was suppressed. And I've said this too, but it's kind of funny that I look so white. And also, a lot of my Mexican side looks pretty white. And a, a lot of my aunts and uncles, or some of them, kind of hate white people because <laughs> of you know being fucking bullied and picked on and called a wetback and a spick in the 60s they they have a little like fuck you white boy you know what i mean uh, yeah that, that kind of kind of carries over a yeah, little bit yeah for fucking, sure and it's just funny because not that they hate white people it's just like there's a little there's a little uh there's something there and it's just funny to me because i'm like you look white <laughs> <laughs> you yeah yeah oh shit yeah i had i had spanish i thought i I lived in spain for like what seven eight nine months and i was like okay i'm gonna go in i, I my i lived in portugal for two years my first spot in europe and took classes while i was there so my portuguese is like decent pretty solid at this yeah. point and so like i'm like okay spanish portuguese pretty similar I'm going to go to Spain, be, you know, pretty surrounded by it. I'm going to have to learn, but I fucking hate the, the Spanish, what accent from Spain, Spanish accent, or like, you know, they'd say like Barcelona, like all the C's or THs. Yeah. And it literally made me like not, and, and as a whole generalizing here but the spanish are a little egotistical kind of little they're a little hoity-toity they are a little bit they, they think they're pretty fucking are, cool man you go to mexico it ain't like spain bro Mexicans, no not at all it's not fucking all. awesome and so yeah, dude, and so every, when it's true you know it's all right no so so when when the spanish were taught i was like man fuck these guys and then i ended up dating a chick from venezuela and so I was living with like the the Latin American, you know, and met a couple Mexican homies while I was out there. I was like, man, this is the Spanish I'm trying to speak, you know? And yeah. Like, we took, I think I had, we t- I had Spanish in high school, but like, man, you know, Spanish in <laughs> the States is just bullshit. Like yeah. we were fuck- fucking with the teacher as much as possible. And so... There's just no carryover from, you know, those those two years of, of Spanish are just wasted of, you know, although probably was high for most of the time, too. So I don't even know, you know. But yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to get into it. And then Spain was like, uh, no, nah, I'm 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 good on that. And so I got back or I was talking with a friend and they're like, so you're, you're Spanish pretty good now. I was like, nah, nah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I was fairly, not fluent, but I took two years, maybe even three years in high school, and I, I retained a lot of it, and then my, my mom would take me and my sisters to Mexico to visit family, and so we'd go, oh, maybe not every year, but, you know, every other year, but we'd go to tourist vacation maybe once, and then Mexico City to visit family, you know? So okay. I got to I got I got to speaking it, man, and I was fucking pop 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 pop, and I was when I'd get drunk, I was oh, yeah. I was like almost fluent, and everyone was like, "Wow, Philip knows Spanish." Is my middle name? They call me Philip, 
And yeah, then, I noticed uh, that on the pod. I was like, who the fuck is Philip? All right. I forgot to tell people that. And then uh, over the years, you just lose it, man. I was like, uh, yeah. what does that mean again? Like, oh, bebida, bebida, soda. Bebida. Uh, Café si, con si, leche. Yo quiero, yo quiero. <laughs> but I mean, well, shit, you, you could probably get it back then. It's it's somewhere yeah. up there. I have. I, I, I hate saying, like, I don't. I do speak a little bit of Spanish. Like it, yeah. if if they're not speaking super fast, I can I can understand what they're talking about. Right, right. But uh, if they're fast, I'm like, hey, 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 slow down, man. Más despacio, por favor. I mean, it's much slower. <laughs> Too muy rápido, sí. muy rápido. See, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you uh, got it. Puedo entender un poquito. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I mean. Language is cool because we, we're really all we all say the same shit, you know, like yeah. more or less like, hey, what's up? How are you? You know, like maybe some expression here or there is different. But like for the most part, it's all the same shit, just different noises. Yeah. You know, like that's the, the funniest shit about traveling around out here is like <laughs> everywhere you go, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we have this expression in, in Czech or we have this expression in Polish and then they'll try and translate it. And it it'll suck, you know. It like won't yeah. be a very good expression. And I'll just be like, yeah, uh, yeah. And they're yeah. like, uh, it, it's better in my language. It's better yeah. in my language. It's like, yeah, no shit. I fucking hope so because it sucks yeah. in English, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I think now that getting into it, bro. Like, I want to almost like reminisce a little. It's like we're almost. I mean. Yeah, we're friends. We, uh, dude, thinking about the the just random fucking connection of like how this has came to be and how the the random fucking dodgeball match back in West Hollywood was that? Oh, like, that was so fun! Oh, dude, oh, I miss. Duh, my I know, dodge. I know you're feeding, dude. I know. You're oh, like, I don't even that, like to talk about it. I just get sad. Oh, I love dodgeball. <laughs> When's the last time you played? The pandemic? Jan- January? Like uh, no, we, we shut down in March, so Okay. Uh March. Damn. April, March. Oh. Wow. Oh. Yeah, no, I was I was just like laughing and reminiscing. I was telling some buddies that like I'm having you on here and they're like, "How do you know this guy?" You know, like what what's the fucking connection? And I was like, well, uh, I just randomly messaged him on Instagram. Like, cause his shit was funny one day and he responded. And then like within three messages of saying some shit, like you'd sent me your address and phone number. And so I hope you're a little more lenient on who you're yeah. just giving your, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was pretty grateful. You're not a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I did that to like maybe uh, just like a half dozen people through the internet. And then I was like, you shouldn't do this anymore. Because I'm just, in my head, I'm a regular dude. But as you grow, and I still am, but as you grow with followers or whatever the fucking fame, I hate even saying that. But you know, like shit gets gets weird. Shit gets weird. You know what I mean? I can imagine. People look at you a certain way and you're like, I'm still struggling, guys. Like, what do you think I am over here? You think I'm... It's it's 
bizarre how many uh it's just it's new it's new and it's weird and people look at you and 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 get excited and especially in 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 your in kind of the la area too it's kind of like magnified a bit wouldn't you say or no uh in la no not no because because there is so many like mega fame real fame it's maybe not so much but if like somebody runs into me on the road and they know me Uh, from the internet they think i'm famous you know oh okay i got you you know and i'm just like i i bet you have more money than me like you know (laughs) like my camry is 16 years old yeah (laughs) don't let the followers (laughs) fool you guys (laughs) I'm uh, I'm we, doing well. I'm getting by, but I'm like you know. You, you have you have a kitchen now, right? I that's, have a kitchen. Put it this way: I up. I I've got a kitchen this year, thirty six years old. I got uh, a kitchen. What about dishwasher? You got a dishwasher in the kitchen? That's uh, when I'm forty two. That's the game plan. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that. That's the next. That's our next step. I, no, I had I, I had a. Di- I got a dish rack. I got a dish rack. Nine nine cent store, bro. <laughs> this this year was or when I was living in Spain was the first time I've had a dishwasher in the last like five years in Europe. Did you know and, that dishwashers are not necessary? You have to wash uh, the I, dish before you put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> I sound like Seinfeld. It's true. My dad has a dishwasher and I still have to wash them, put them in the yeah, maybe it disinfects them, whatever, but like if you have a dish rack, you wash it, you set it, it dries. Yeah, yeah, you still got to get it pretty damn clean before it's cleaning it for you. You can't just throw it, it in there with fucking meatloaf on it. You got, <laughs> you got to wash it off. And then I'm just like, well, what's the point? Two more circles, and I don't got to go through a whole nother fucking step. It's yeah, and, and pay some money. The biggest scam in the world. It's oh yeah, it's just, it's just well. Uh, I'm glad I I'm glad I found a a, a, a soft spot. I'm anti right dishwasher. Anti dishwasher. That's where we're taking a stand. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, what uh like getting kind of back to dot like you said you played baseball growing up. Yeah. Like until how old? Uh, junior in high school, and then I quit for marijuana. Marijuana. Oh. That sounds damn. I, we have some similarities, actually, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. I played up until junior year of high school too. I, I was playing football still, but once I started smoking weed, bro, hitting the baseball just got way more difficult. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just I was a tiny guy, and I knew the amount of work I had to do. And they, I was good. I, I was fundamentally good. I was, uh, you know. And Would you play? Shortstop, second base, third okay. base. All right. Uh, utility infielder and uh, me as well and then I like they're like all right you got to run a mile every day and do push-ups and sit-ups and get stronger you know I I was a pretty good hitter too and then uh, but not obviously not for power and then I was like I could just go hit the bong (laughs) and eat potato chips and that's what I chose no push-ups required And I regret it because, I mean, I, I don't know how far I would have went, but I probably could have played some college ball. I was I was pretty I was pretty good, man. I made ev- I was on yeah, every I mean, all-star team ever in my career. 
And, okay. you know, I may not have been the best player on the all-star team, but I made it to the, you know, like if I was shortstop and I made the all-star team, maybe I was second base or okay. right field, but I still played, you know, like, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I was a, I was a valued player. I was, a and, uh, and, uh, drugs, man. <laughs> drugs. Long, like, ah, long story short. <laughs> When did you first start smoking? When I was 12. 12. Uh, but then, like, it really, I became, like, a stoner stoner at, like, maybe uh, 14, 15, like, freshman, sophomore. Okay. Pro- probably Whoa. summer going into sophomore year. Because I, I, I smoked, but I didn't, like, smoke. And then something happened where I was like, oh... This is life, you know, just... I love this. <laughs> all day, every day, and then that's when it became a problem. Stoners. <laughs> I smoke weed for 17 years, stoners, but if you're... I always say this, but it's so... If you're smoking like Snoop Dogg, and you are not Snoop Dogg, <laughs> put the fucking pipe down and go get some shit in life. Because it... May I, I, I? It made me lazy, and it, it, it didn't. It saved my life from other horrible drugs that I got involved with too. So I'll mm-hmm. always love marijuana, but it made me uh, not. It made me want to eat cereal and watch Lord of the Rings. Straight up, dude. And it no. made me want to chill. And chilling's <laughs> nice. But this is a, a competitive, vicious world. You got to go out. You got to get stuff. You got to work hard. And the weed, it's, in my opinion, for me and what I do, it was a dream killer because it made me lazy. It killed my motivation. It no, made I, the I, simplest I, task difficult, you know? Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, yeah, for real. No, I, I dude, I, I relate completely. I about the same started smoking like sophomore year or right before sophomore year and then my my uh ooh I love this moment was I broke my collarbone in football sophomore year the senior who had the car was like I mean I was already smoking but he we used each other I had a connection in the hood he had the car so we yeah. were always hey what's up coach all right we're out and then uh Yes, so that was then. I pretty much was heavy smoking for twelve years, ten, twelve years, up until maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. But I, I was able to always like scholarship athlete, like did solid in school and all that stuff. But then to your what you said is like yeah. After I che- after I checked those boxes off, nothing, dude. Like that. Nothing. That's good. That, like if. In a perfect world, if I get all my shit done, all right, done. Now let's smoke a joint. But yeah. I would just wake up and take two bong hits of OG Kush. <laughs> and then I'd fuck my day up. And I'd be like, I was the guy, I was, I was like, oh, I got to wash four dishes. Let me take a bong hit. It's like, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you, don't you could just wash the dishes. Right, you don't have, right. I just like to get fucked up and uh that that was my problem personally like i couldn't do anything without oh going to go outside 
to check the mail. <laughs> Better take a bong hit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, this, uh, yeah. this is, I worked at Trader Joe's, as you know, when I was yep. a stoner too, as well as sober. And I would uh, smoke before I got to work, smoke on my first 10 minute break, smoke on my lunch break, smoke on my second 10 minute break. Smoke as soon as I clocked out in my car before I drove home, which was seven minutes away. You know what I mean? That's fucking. That, that's, that's the best one right there. That's not I necessary. need to smoke before I go home. Yeah. You can't wait seven minutes. And then I would smoke more when I got home. And I'm just like, oh, it's and dumb. It's dumb. Not only is it dumb is it defeats the purpose of actually enjoying your high. You know what I mean? Totally. I would just smoke so much to where I couldn't even tell anymore. And then I got into the wax and then concentrates, which makes your level even Oof. higher. And then I'm, and then I have to eat edibles just to feel high. <laughs> and I was Then it's just, almost like being sober is actually being high because it's different than yes. what your normal state is. Yes. It was bananas, bro. I remember eating hash oil edibles and going to work at Trader Joe's, knocking over olive oil displays and wondering why. Be like, oh, open that there. He's fucking me. Just high. Too high. Uh, Too high. And you've been sober, what, seven years, you said? Eight, seven years? Seven years. years. Seven years. Nice, man. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm like slowly. Like I kind of, I, for me, like once, once I wanted, once I, I've been having a desire to do a podcast or a vlog or some kind of creative type of shit for a long time. But as we just talked about, once I checked a couple boxes off, then I wasn't doing anything else. And, and so I got out, you know, I finally was like to the point where don't get me wrong. It's fun, but it kind of becomes unfun at a certain point and then the the guilt you put on yourself for not doing some shit yeah trumps you know trumps the fun that it the little fun that it is and not everybody is like me or you like some people can smoke and get everything done they're fine go smoke puff puff but i i was not that it sounds like you were not that i feel like most hardcore stoners are not like that and i'm just like dude like also, too, you, when you just don't do it in such volume, you just enjoy it more, you know? Yeah. Do you have Do you have any buddies that, like, you didn't smoke with or that were kind of, like, looked at you that weren't stoners in high school and then maybe in the last, like, once it became legal, like, kind of got into, like, have the pen. Like, I have a couple buddies who fucking used to make fun of me. Oh, you fucking stoner. And now when I go back and see them, like, they're literally, like, on their pen, like, 24-7. And I'm like, oh, what a, what yeah, a those those are called turntable. Those are called pussies and posers, you little bitches. <laughs> we were OGs down from day one when it was illegal, and you go to fucking prison for that shit. Oh, no, it's legal. Oh, no, you got your little pen. You little pussy pen. Get a bong. Be a man. Get arrested like a real man. Get arrested. (laughs) Go to jail for a joint because of stupid laws. Man's law. Not God's law. God made that plant for us. 
I know you've been arrested, but was it for weed? How how, how many times for weed or anything? Because I, I got a I got a decent arrest story myself. Uh, my arrests were for something <laughs> else. <laughs> my arrest for was for uh, throwing firecrackers at police officer on horses, and the one uh, before that was uh, a possession of a lethal weapon and the one and the other one was uh just a drunk tank just running and okay uh from the police shit-faced ah okay so never actually for the weed though no no i got lucky i never got a dui never got uh weed because i always had uh a little bit of weight not crazy but you know i was slanging so I had a quarter pound upwards to a pound, just a small little, yep. little time. Uh, when I was not no Pablo Escobar, I was just to the homies to support my habit. That's exactly. all it was. You you were you were smoking for free. I yeah. I get it. You know I I totally as I, I mean I I got I guess I said arrest, but it arrests also. And I dude I got lucky because I got caught with some weight at some, uh, but I. Of all places to get caught, Montana is the state to be caught in because they had, at the time, the highest uh, limit from misdemeanor to felony. Nice. And I think I had like two and a half ounces. I was driving back to North Dakota for summer for school and ball. And I had, a, I think, a little bit more. No, the, the limit there is 70 grams, and I had two and a half ounces. And so I had just a little bit more. And luckily, they like didn't weigh it or whatever, and I just got a misdemeanor. Had to spend the night, or my dad bailed me out of jail like t- five minutes before I would have had to spend the night in jail. Yeah. And, uh, California I remember I talk- never was uh, like uh, that. It was super strict like other states. Right. So I, I, I think that's why. But yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Montana. Oh, yeah, no, was, yeah, and um, I remember I was talking to the lawyer. I was like, hey, could we fight this? Because like I totally got bullied into getting my car searched. Like, it was a illegal searching or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, well, if they want, they can like weigh it out if we go to trial. And then they could end up charging you with a felony for it. So... It might just be better to take the missile. I was like, okay, yep, let's just sign yeah. that. Let's, uh, well, we can take that. That's, that was eight years ago, nine years ago. That, that's long, that's long in the past now, yeah. you know? So, like, that was, that was, uh, yeah, that's so rough. scary. I just remember hearing, like, horror stories in other states where, like, a gram can get you sent to prison. And in California, it was definitely illegal. But it never was like that. Like, I believe right. we were one of the first states to have um, medical marijuana. But you had to have the license. And if you didn't, you still could go to jail. But it was like misdemeanor shit. And in order to go to, like, jail, jail, you had to have, like, pounds, you know? So if you uh, had okay. under an ounce, it was, like, almost a ticket or just, like, overnight. It wasn't, like, ever horrible, like, where I hear, like, in Texas... Or even yeah. Nevada. Nevada's legal now, but back in the day, Nevada was a felony. 
And the yeah, reason no it was a what? no matter what a joint felony. It was because the uh, the gambling commission or whatever they they didn't want anyone stoned because they they associated stone with sleepy and not wanting to gamble. So they're like, okay. So back in the day, uh, oh. cocaine was actually less harsh than weed in Nevada because they're like, coke keeps you up, makes you gamble, keeps you drinking, keeps you gambling, lose your money. So, like, it was still illegal, of course, but it wasn't as harsh as marijuana laws. And then eventually they're like, why don't we just bring the stoners in, bring everybody in? You know, that's that's why Vegas has, like, so many conventions. Cowboy convention, fucking right. uh, Mexican Raiders, this, yeah. that. Hey, 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 come in, come in. They got they got a sock convention in everything. Vegas. Everything. Dude, they got everything. Bring them in. Bring them in. Gamble. Give us your fucking money. So they finally yeah, got shit. hip with it. But I remember smoking a joint in Vegas like as a teenager and being like super scared because hearing all the horror stories. It didn't stop me, but I was just like, Jesus, <laughs> you drove it across state borders. You fucking smoking it. I, it was so crazy because I would be so scared. And then I would get drunk and then I'd just smoke a joint walking down the strip. And I was like, you were petrified two hours ago. Now you're shit-faced. You're just like, "Eh, (laughs) fuck you. Fucking alcohol is the true devil on this planet. Oh, my God. Is is that what, like, the alcohol is, like, what made you want to get sober pretty much? Like, that's, like, the main thing from just that. I mean, I know you dabbled a little bit, but it was alcohol. The the booze. The booze led to about 97 percent of my bad decisions the hooch <laughs> the hooch what what was what was your drink whatever <laughs> what wasn't was the question what was, I, I mean i like beer but i was a vodka soda guy i was a whiskey ginger guy uh whiskey just i wasn't no fancy drunk uh jameson is you know okay good old jameson uh yeah, just uh, whatever, really, but mainly uh, vodka, whiskey, or beer. Okay. But uh, if it was wet, I was drinking it. At first, I started off with tequila, and then I drank a whole bottle at like 16, and then obviously Whoa. puked my guts out, probably had alcohol poisoning, and then never touched it again <laughs> because it was the one. You know, you always have that one. I remember one, like... Yeah. 10 years after I puked off tequila and drank a whole bottle of Jose Cuervo at like 16. I'm not a big guy. Worst, worst, whoa. Anyways, traumatized from that night, like a decade later, my sister gets me a shot of Patron. And I was like, I I can't, I was like, ah, it's been a decade. It's been a, I probably can do. I wasn't drunk yet. I maybe had one beer, took the shot fucking vomited it out like not drunk not drunk it was like Ugh! i was like I, it's been 10 years i can't Damn. even do it and then just went to vodka soda and was fine yeah no i mean it's weird how there there's something up there that's like no like, no no nope. we don't we don't we don't fuck like, with that no that, more that's how i am with calamari i got like food poisoning from calamari yeah. when i was like 12 and in Vegas, of all places, now that I think about it. Oh, that makes and, sense. Uh, Too far yeah. from the ocean. <laughs> yes. And I haven't 
I, I, I think I've had it one time, but it's like, nah, there's just something that's not, not it's, right it's with it. It's your human instinct. It's like, no, I remember that. We almost died, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. You put that down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and like, so I guess maybe I don't know how sobriety works and all that, but like nothing. Like no, like nothing, nothing, nothing. I started uh, micro dosing maybe like three weeks ago or some shit. Okay. Oh, fucking per- LSD. Uh, no, just mushies. Oh, mushy. Okay. Just because I I always knew I wanted to. I didn't want to uh, for a couple reasons because I wanted to stack as much time as possible. Okay. It was sobriety, as I knew if I'd done it earlier, I, I might like use it as an excuse, you know, to go back okay, gotcha. to old ways. And also, too, like I, I am uh, getting more fans and followers that say I'm an inspiration for sobriety, and I didn't want totally. to discourage them. Uh, but I am a fan of all things natural, and I hate that a lot of my friends are on head meds. And some of which yeah. it's amazing, it helps them, it saves their life. Some of which it makes them crazier and suicidal. So I'm like, I don't want to try head meds. I want to do, you know, diet, nutrition, workout, go in the ocean, a little micro dose, yeah. you know what I mean? And just more and more studies are showing that, you know, and I have friends that micro dose, you know, and I'm like, hey, buddy. Eating a gram and a half ain't a fucking microdose. And doing it every yeah. day, you're supposed to do it like every third, fourth day and help right. just see shit differently. Or, and... a cu- or a couple days in a row and then take a couple weeks off yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, and the studies I read, I, I believe you're supposed to do it every other day, even every third okay. day. Take 0.3. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and maybe 0.4, you know. And... Uh, and yeah, and then some of my buddies, it's like, dude, you're microdosing every day. And then also, too, you're eating more. And then some days you just trip and you eat a half eighth, an eighth. I'm like, you're doing it. You're a drug addict. You're doing it wrong. And that's that's what I was terrified of becoming as well as inspiring. But I just know... Okay. Uh, I have a ton of friends that have done it correctly and they all say like, dude, it saved my life. You know, it just, it goes in there, it stirs up the fucking happy juices, but not in an abusive way and in in an abusive state to where you're draining it. And uh, it's helped me a lot because yeah, it's fucking hard, man. Like stand up kind of got taken away. Dodgeball got taken away. Yeah, I'm doing it. And this is the world is war and famine and covid and it's just, fucking low vibe so const- i'm trying we, yeah. we, we we constantly have to battle to raise to a higher vibration and it's fucking work dude it's annoying like it's just constant maintenance and you heard me i quit baseball for drugs i'm lazy like i don't want to work this i was like oh god i gotta juice i gotta eat organic i gotta reduce meat i gotta go run what the fuck no that's i'm it's interesting you say that because that's what i've i've been 
I I had never done a psychedelic until uh, maybe a year and a half, two years ago or whatever. And um, they're game know, the, changers, the, man. Oh, dude, the the ultimate, you know, the ultimate hippie saying of the first time I did acid changed my life. And I, you know, 100 percent for me, dude, 100, 100 fucking percent for me. And I only took, I think, like three quarters of a tab, you know, yeah. like a some, half and then another quarter or something. Some acid can be really strong. Like I remember taking right. some like one hit and frying balls for like 10 hours. I was like, this is too long. This is too much. I enjoyed it, but I was like, I got to go back to life at some point. For real, yeah. You know? And, and no, exactly. That's my mine mine was good. Like mine wasn't I wasn't like I didn't see nothing unless I like really closed my eyes, but it was just that like stream of consciousness and just some like realizations that yeah needed to happen, you know? And and so this last that's that's the most I've ever done. But then over the last like year and a half or so, I don't know whether it's been hearing shit from Rogan or reading a little bit of something, but like the microdose idea I've been experimenting here, uh, here and there with. And dude, I haven't, I've only done shrooms once and it was a, a small amount too, but with the LSD dude, I, and it's, <laughs> it's a like. I almost view it as like a performance enhancing drug, like on the microdose uh, yeah. level where like, dude, I'm when I'm starting to play foot, like obviously not in season or whatever, but I can throw the ball like incredibly like I'm curious to hear if maybe that'll help it ha- help with you with like dodgeball moving forward. And because, dude, after. That first time I did it and I went back to Finland and was playing like that off season, like, okay, I'm thinking I want the ball there. The ball goes there. You yeah. Know? And so like it, there, there's, there's some shit to it that you're more, you're more that, at one with the, the, the universe, the matrix, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You're more sure. fluid. You're more in the moment. You're more, I remember tripping. I used to eat a lot of mushrooms in high school and, uh, okay. and then, uh, in, I you see a lot of mushrooms. Period. That's uh, uh, <laughs> when one of my bits where I say I, I ate mushrooms five days in a row and I thought I went retarded. And that's when I caught. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. where I said it was in my act, and it was true. I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like I fucked up. Like it's too many days. And uh, anyways, it changed me in the sense I I, I I truly believe that the first seed ever planted for me to get sober was on mushrooms. Before it was ever a thought because I was, yeah, because I remember tripping off mushrooms and like you, of course, you appreciate nature more. That is a real thing. You just look at all life, growing life and you're like, oh, look at that. I'm into plants now. I believe mushrooms had a heavy part in that. As well as like, I remember tripping balls and on the come down and be like, what are you doing, man? Like, stop drinking stop doing drugs go hug your mom tell her you love her get better like just an overall healing thing and then of course as soon as i came down i'd go fucking cop norcos or oxycontin because i was a drug addict but before that i was like you gotta change man you gotta clean it up you gotta be better you gotta be kinder you know and that was uh started to happen every single time i ate mushrooms like I'd have these revelations where like p- 
put that shit down, bro. Like, what are you doing? It took me years because it's just a process, unfortunately. Sobriety is an an annoying, long process to realize. You're like, oh, it's me. I can't have (laughs) anything. I abuse it. I I love it. I'm the problem. I, the common denominator. It's me. So, uh, but yeah, those were early seeds. Like, I I must have been like fucking 22. I don't even know. Okay. Where I was like 21, 22. I was like, I got to get sober. And then seven years later, it finally stuck. But it was a, a reoccurring theme in damn near every time I ate mushrooms. If it was just mushrooms. Now, right. of course, I'd get shit-faced at the bar, do coke, eat mushrooms. Not thinking oh about that. God. That's just a good time. That's just a... <laughs> that's a cackle night. That's the... That's not so much spiritual. <laughs> that was my favorite. Get shit-faced and then eat mushrooms. Just laugh really (laughs) oh yeah bro wow yeah i i mean like i'm you know because because of my little experience with it and like all the homies that i've talked to you know like this conversation is pretty typical amongst people that have done it i feel like you know and then you talk to somebody that's never done it and i used to feel the same way before i you know i looked at them like oh i don't want to go crazy or whatever and it's like I'm trying to, in a way, almost like normalize the conversation a little bit about it because it's, it has this like weird stigma, you know, that, that, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a rebirth. Uh, yeah. You just kind of come out slightly different and not in a negative way. I know I look and sound like a druggie, but if you're just a, if you're a fucking pencil pusher, you just try it one weekend at Joshua Tree, you're going to come out (laughs) a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Eat the right amount with the right amount of people in the right environment, and you, you it'll just click. And if you do go down a bad trip, uh, sometimes that's good, you know. For real, yeah. Seeing the monsters in the what per se the monsters in the couch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. And uh, that's that with that whole uh, ayahuasca tripping in uh, in Peru with the shamans is supposed to be like right. it's such a bad, horrible experience that you you have a near death experience. You shit and piss that there's a rebirth and you yeah. come out a new person, a better person. And that like it's like if you can go through that, you can get through. You look at other struggles in your life. You're like, oh, that's nothing. You know, for real. Have have you uh, do you read much? Like, there's a book called Lessons of Don Juan that you would you would like big time. Like about this dude who, I'm. It's kind of like it's real. It's nonfiction technically, and he like goes and becomes homies with some like Mexican uh, shaman. I guess I'm probably using the wrong words. And the dude takes him through like all the all the different medicine man kind of ceremonies and stuff and like it's a i'm not a big reader by any stretch and it was like one of those where i was like just couldn't put it down because it like it's a good one yeah i'll check it out i read a little bit 
little just, bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying know, to get. I'm trying to get more into it. But I gotta it's, do it more. It's, it's good for you. Boring. It's yeah. <laughs> I like the audio books. Yeah. Once once you can get into it though, it's not bad. But yeah, is when you said being Mexican and liking psychedelics, it's a it's a good. Yeah. It's a good one that it it'll at least uh, pique the interest in terms of subject matter. You know. Yeah. That's 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 one of the last. See, I read that. Read 1984. Oh no! I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just flexing. You mean the nonfiction uh, autobiography of our world right now? (laughs) Exactly. Wake up, people! Wake up! Go read some fucking Animal Farm and George Orwell and. We're we're in 1983 right now. I know. And you talk about it, and they think we're nuts. I'm like, are you fucking blind? My Dude. uncle, my crazy tweaker uncle, said they're going to chip you. Ah, oh, we all were like, ah, oh, you're nuts, man. They're going to fucking chip us. They're going to chip us. They're going to. And then we sound. They say we're nuts. I'm like, you're fucking dumb. You're nuts. And then I ain't taking no goddamn completely chip. Completely around. No, I know. What? What? Dude, they're already a, doing it. It's crazy. I, I thought it was this, fake. This... I thought it was bullshit. And then you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. These motherfuckers are getting RFID chips, whatever the fuck they're called. The little hand. Little. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Here, let me pay for let me let me pay for that real quick. I know we're already chipped and it's in the phone, but I could I could handle this. I, I don't want this. For real. I don't want that. It, Everybody says that, and and there's still at the end of the day, you can technically leave that chip at the house yes. when you go out in public. You know, like, and Black Mirror that bro. still needs to be an every oh. episode of Black Mirror is going to happen. I am terrified. We, we've we're being conditioned completely, dude. Like, oh I mean, my god, <laughs> these people, and then they look at us like we're nuts. I'm like, no. You're nuts. This is not natural. Go eat some fucking mushrooms. Stick your dick in the soil and come back to me. You'll be you'll be like, no, I don't want no chip. I don't want no. What's in that vaccine? Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll just eat organic yeah. and exercise. Yeah, I'm 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 right now trying to my, my dad's like 78, 79 and he's he, he owns a business. And he's like trying to retire, but he just doesn't really want to. And I'm like, dude, let's let's get a little like farm out in Portugal or something, you know, just 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 in case some shit goes super south, like we got somewhere to run or you know whatever. And then if not, I, you know, I'll I'll I'll, I got I'll the take care of it. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but that has crossed my mind. I'm like, oh man, I wish I had a little. A little plot of land with some organic produce growing and yeah. uh, just an escape, a little natural spring water. Well, dude, I mean, if if, I if, got, the, <sighs> if the idea does go further, like I'm right now, I am researching right now in Port. You can get some pretty good bang for your buck, like with some land next to the beach, like that is. And yeah. Portugal has a thing where if you spend a certain amount on real estate, you become like an automatic resident nice. so there's no like visa or nothing so just uh keep that one in the back of your mind bro because so yeah <laughs> hopefully we don't need to but i don't want to do that i don't want to think that 
I just know it's getting a little, little weird out there. How many more freedoms Dude. we gonna get up, motherfuckers? How many more yeah. things we gonna sign away? FEMA, it's, it's, Patriot it's Act. Getting, it's really scary, the amount of... What scares me the most is just like, I hate being told what to do, and it trips me out how many people like appear to being to love being told what to do you know like that that's where i get so mind fucked with what's going on right now is like even if it's something i want to do if you tell me hey go do it i'm almost like man fuck you i don't want to go do that you know just because you said it we got curfew here in la 10 p.m yeah yeah i I know i almost i almost curfew we have curfew Bro, I've been at not 9 p.m. curfew the last seven weeks. I was uh, I was over at my boy's house. Like, I, I listened to that curfew better than when my mom gave me curfew. Yeah. That was for sure. But, but hey, no, it's, the, I know the joke's been done 50 million times. But it's like, what? COVID goes to bed at 9:15. For Co- real. COVID goes I, to bed at 10 p.m. That's when it goes I, away. I, oh, okay. Or the or the whole um, like. M- you know, masks while you walk to sit down. And then once you sit down at the restaurant, you're good. Um, you know, it's like, oh, if it's what the JP Spears guy has just been killing it with all the, the like, you know, parody stuff. Yeah. And I was, I was like, okay, if, if COVID can't get you while you're sitting, then what about people in wheelchairs? Like they're just immune? Like yeah. if you just like roll your ass around, like you're just good or what? You Dude, know, these like- motherfuckers are wearing masks in their car with the windows rolled up. I'm like, bro, you're in your car. Dude. It's like wearing a mask in your home. It's like, get out of here. Okay, if you want to wear the mask in public, I get it. Play ball, be safe, uh, help right. stop spreading the germs. Awesome. But like some of these people are wearing it like at the beach, in like near the ocean. I'm just like, just take it off. Just get no, get I, get, get God's wee wee up in your shit. You know what I mean? Like, for yeah, real. Come on, come on, we're at the I ocean. I know. I'm I'm the guy now. I'm always just like, still my nose is just poking out, and I'm just breathing yeah. it in. You know, like that's I just. I don't know. It's it's strange, but no. With curfew, I almost, I almost made the joke to start. Was like, well, I know I could have asked if you were free after ten p.m. to do this because yeah, I know you would have had to be home. But yeah, um, I refuse. Yeah, I refuse to obey. I go on a walk at ten ten. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's how it was in in Barcelona in the beginning. That first wave. It was like one of the worst hit spots. Worst hit meaning like. Not that many people actually got it, but, um, bro, you, you walk out, you were only allowed to go to the grocery store and like the people at the grocery store would say, Hey, make sure you keep your receipt. So if the cops stop you, you have evidence that you were actually at the grocery store. I was like, wouldn't, wouldn't this bag of fucking groceries be evidence that I was at the grocery store? The frozen peas that are still frozen. (laughs) You know what's crazy is in reality, um, okay, like maybe if if uh, their theory is the, the bars, uh, you know, the restaurant serving alcohol, it stops late night drunk behavior. That's their right to do whatever they want. But right. also what, what they don't take into effect 
is if there's a curfew, you have to get everything done before that. So there's going to be more people out, more people. Let's say you got to walk your dog, you know, some people walk the dog late at night. Now they're going to do it earlier. Now there's more dog walkers. Now there's more germ. There's more people cross content. It's like you're going to make more people frantic and in a rush and more busy during these certain hours and more contact as opposed to if shit was 24 hours, it's less busy less contact obviously not all businesses can be open 24 7 but it's like you're uh i don't see the logic in this and then if you're that against bars then just shut down the fucking bars which i don't think that should be allowed either but if that's your argument why don't you just shut down the pups every alcoholic's like oh fucking kill this happy Yeah, no, I, I, I'm glad you said that because, I mean, that's exactly how I feel. And I've, I'm getting, like, tired of saying that and then getting looked at, like, uh, either one, you're crazy, or two, like, somehow it's like if this has become your opinion, if you have that opinion, then you, like, want people to die or, like, you don't care yes, about people. That's what's frustrating. It's like, no, I just don't swallow everything the government shoves down my fucking mouth. For real. Uh, you know, you're allowed to question things be like, uh, why do you get half my money? Do you need half? (laughs) Why do you get half? How about, okay. If I'm giving you half, what do I get? What's, what am I getting back? How come I can't get through to unemployment? If I gave you half (laughs) my money to pay for unemployment, how come I can't get my money back? I can't get a hold of you. Right. Yeah. No, there's, there's some shit that just doesn't make sense at all. I mean, that's. I feel like the theme of 2020 is like yeah. it it only makes sense if it doesn't make sense. You know, it's like this government it's, it's tr- g- gave us $1200 to survive. I still haven't gotten mine, damn it. They gave us $1200 to survive uh which turning out to be a year long pandemic. Yeah. It's 100 yeah, that's... 100 a month. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, America. That's... That's the the difference out here in Czech Republic. I was hanging out, ironically, smoking a teeny bit of weed over lockdown with one of my buddies who is a bartender. And uh, as I just have this spiel about, yeah, I don't smoke anymore, you know, but um, he's a bartender at... I was going to say, if anything, this pandemic has done is made me be like, maybe I should smoke weed. It's like, (laughs) there's nothing to do. Dude, I I got, that was exactly my thinking. I was like, I was in a good rhythm and I was like, fuck it. Yeah, that's fine, bro. Like, I don't have anything to do for a a couple days. Let me, yeah, let me time, let me time travel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) smoke, go to sleep, wake up, eat, smoke, you know, just, and then in three days, it's like, oh, it's Friday now. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, the out here. My my bartender buddy, I was like, dude, are you not tripping over, like, not making any money? Because, like, he said he's hope We've been shut down now for almost two months here. He has. And he doesn't... He says if he's serving by January, he'll be happy. And I was like, are you just good on money? Or, like, what... You know, I know cost of living's cheaper out here. But he's like, no, the I get 100% of my salary from the state. Or from the country. And so, like, some of these people, like, we, for, for us being, 
no, for us being so rich and, and great and whatever, like we are screwing ourselves, dude. Oh, dude. I know. I know. Dude, and then if you talk about it, you go, you're not American. Get out of the country. <laughs> I am American. Why can't I have my money back? That sounds and, American and to me. The funniest thing about that statement is like, America was founded on divide and America was like founded on us leaving a place because we didn't like what was going on. And so then to be like, if you don't like it, then leave. It's almost like, well, that's actually technically pretty American of me to yeah. do that. You know, like if, if we're going to the base level and it's just, it's there's so much weird, so much weird, uh, hypocritical bullshit going on right now. We you know? left a country to not pay taxes and somehow we pay so much taxes. And then to get any handout from the government that we then funded, it's like pulling teeth and right. in other countries they have free health care and get all this and it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Here's what will yeah. solve most of the world's problem. Every single government does something right and something wrong. Get them all together, cherry pick all the right things and then do it. And then you just like, oh my God, my tooth's fixed. It's fantastic. <laughs> Holy Ooh, shit. We don't need 2000 <laughs> nuclear warheads. Who would have thunk it? We don't need <laughs> Why? Why do we need two thousand of them? Two, yeah, the two new jets that just cost like I don't even. I'll say a wrong number, five hundred million each or something. I don't even know. You know. How about you fix my shoulder? <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a cavity that's really fucking with me right six, now. Could I? It's six hundred bucks. <laughs> you don't gotta need that. Hey, I'm about to piss and shit my pants though, man. Do you? Got I was gonna it? say how much how much time you got? We I gotta wrap say, it up. We, we just. We just killed an hour and I'm a half fucking... without even doing it, dude. I had too many I mean, liquids, dude, bro. I, yeah, that's all right. Um, I was just gonna say, I mean, switch. I, I, what didn't even put what we just talked about in, which just naturally comes up. But, um, and I, I guess I'm just curious with uh, how's dating life going. You got oh, a girl and everything. Yeah, I got, got my girl. I, I, it's the first girl I've ever uh, lived with. Um, Okay. So it's uh, scary new territory, but it's going pretty good. Especially we, during some lockdown times? Oh, yeah. Well, we quarantined together in a studio. So, I mean, if we could get Ooh. through that, we could get okay, through anything. Okay, word, yeah. Yeah, I no. Did the same shit. It's good, yeah. Um, yeah and she's what, probably she has, in the room going, what are you saying? And I'm just <laughs> And what she she had a she has a cat, too? Because I, I hear there's two cats now. Mr. Yeah. Cat and... Yeah, they're our, our cats. I always say that. I'm like, clean up your cat's throw up. And she goes, it's our cat. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we have Mr. Cat and Boo. One's a boy, and one's Boo. a girl. They're both fixed. And uh, one's a little bit more mine. One's a little bit more hers. But we, we both love them so much. They're, they're the cutest little whippersnapper. I never thought I'd be a cat lady either. I was a dog guy my whole life. And uh they're fucking awesome. Nobody gets it Dude. until you get one. That's all I'm going to say. I actually hated them because I was like, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. And I got a good one. I was like, oh, my God, these guys are awesome. Now I'm a fucking yeah. cat lady, dude. <laughs> when, you, when you get a good one, it totally, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. Some, some cats suck. Some fucking dogs suck. You know, some oh people suck. You know, like I'll I tell you what, I hate the little lap dog. That, that dog go yeah. fuck himself. 
I like a big Labrador that licks my face. You know, I want to, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. All righty, man. Well, I'll let you go shit and piss. And, dude, I, I, I really appreciate no problem, man. And Thanks for having me. Man. Tag yeah, me bro, up I, in this shit. I'll reshare it and everything. No doubt, bro. I, I, and then hopefully, whenever I get back into the states or shit, you ever want to come out to Europe, we can do one of these in person or some shit. I'm down. I don't know if I'm allowed to travel yet, but I'm down until I get my brain chipped by the fucking feds. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, all right, brother. Beautiful. I'm gonna email you this Already audio. Better. Thank you. Peace. Awesome, man. Peace. Much love, bro. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs>